What's up, guys? Welcome back for another episode of Screen Beans, episode 62. We're your hosts, Jerry Wilson. And Carolyn Chillick. And today we are going to do uh, Preacher and mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Both good episodes. Very good episodes. And we uh, we found something out about both of them. Uh-huh. So, let's, uh, let's get to it. I have zero news or... Nothing that's you know. We're gonna important. need. We're gonna need this time for both of those. We're gonna need this time. Yes. <laughs> well, cool. Let's do it. Warning: This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. All right. First up, preacher. I like the episode. <laughs> I like the yeah. <laughs> It's definitely, you know, got delve in a little bit more with the people in white. Yes. Like, we found out all about her star and all that stuff. And now you kind of find out, you know, what they're doing with Jesse. You don't really find out what they're doing with Jesse, but, you know, that they, you know, they're talking to her star. He kind of finds out about Jesse. Yeah. And I, it's like they've been telling star the whole time you know we need to you know take care of this guy jesse custer and they had the the folder of him on his desk and he just kind of didn't even look at it and i mean well yeah just like it's it's it just sounds like you know whatever it's somebody else we just need to kill to protect the legacy of of jesus christ well and plus it's kind of like you know he they shown the video of him telling tulip to sleep because she's been not sleeping Mm -hmm. and going to the hurt locker and doing all and getting shot in the chest Mm -hmm. over and over again and he finally tells her to sleep and they have it on video of him going sleep you know Mm -hmm. in his genesis voice uh and she just falls asleep and he's like so they're showing hair star this video and he's like I mean, he's just telling somebody to sleep and then they sleep. I mean, uh-huh. what, is, what is that? And it's kind of like he doesn't get it yet. I mean, he doesn't, hasn't seen it yeah. to believe it. So, but he's like, well, let's just kill him. I mean, just, just get rid of him. Just, mm-hmm. you know, just do it. And yeah. so. Just kind of another run of the mill kind of. Yeah, let's just do it. Thing that we take care of. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I like the way that they did it. It was very kind of video gamey. With the, the night vision glasses, and there weren't, you know, things to cancel out the sound, so. Yeah, so you're like, one, you're seeing one dude's perspective. Yes. He's putting through the, so you're looking at it through the night goggles. You kind of don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, and it was kind of weird because it's kind of like, did they know something was coming? Like, you know, when they attacked them, was it just like Jesse standing there going, whoa, whoa. I mean,. Uh, it's kind of weird. That's one thing I missed was like, did they know this was coming? This was totally out of the blue when they showed up. What, you know, you don't really like Jesse see. and them. Yeah. Oh, I guess I figured that Jesse and them didn't know that this was going to, that this was going to happen. Yeah. And I just figured that, you know, Cassidy was probably just kind of in the kitchen and just to tax them. And yeah. Cause they, cause know, they busted in, bust in with and, he, guns. and he attacks them. I, mean, I guess and, they're not, not, not used to people busting in and trying to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like they're all they're all used to it, right? <laughs> Until just asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. So I thought that that whole scene was really cool, and then eventually Jesse gets the one guy, the, one guy to get his 
little ear headphones or something off of him and then tells yeah, him to they have like sound canceling headphones so they can't hear anything yeah and then tells him to go you know to kill you know his buddies or whatever and he's right. sitting there killing his his friends and shooting them and all that and then you're like okay well he's going to keep him alive and then well i know as soon as that guy you know he goes into mm-hmm. the bedroom and he shoots the old man he's like old man's down i'm mm-hmm. like he's not <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, no. He's he's not. And 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 you can see this coming that this, the last guy that was standing in Jesse's going to ask him questions on, you know, who are you guys? Right. And before he even gets to that point, you see, you know, Cassidy's son, the old man, yeah, is all vampired out and killing him. Mm-hmm. So and he and and this is how Jesse finds out. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, that he's And you, and you could tell, him. so before the, that scene, you know, Cassidy, when he wakes up, when, right before Tulip comes in, or right after, you know, right, you know, Jesse and Cassidy are kind mm-hmm. of talking, and you can tell there's like a little bit of tension between them, because he wouldn't help his son. Yeah. And, you know, there's just a little bit of, you know, disagreement on what they're doing there. You know, Jesse mm-hmm. is getting, you know, he's extremely obsessed with finding God and extremely frustrated that he is nowhere. Yeah. And then Cassidy's just mad because he wouldn't help him with his son. He kind of had to do stuff on his own and, you know, he's just kind of tired. You know, I can feel it. Just, I'm tired of this. Everybody's tired of this, Jesse. (laughs) You know, I want to have some fun. I want to get on with our lives. You know, you're just dwelling on this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I can, I can see that too. And Jesse, his personality is kind of, you know, he's kind of got an obsessive compulsive. Once he gets an idea in his head, mm-hmm. it's not leaving. He will, I mean, you could tell by, you know, earlier when we saw him and Tulip having the baby. I mean, it was like, we got to do this. Mm-hmm. We had this in our plan, so we got to keep on trucking along <laughs> until... <laughs> Poor Tulip. Yeah, yeah. But so, but I think also with with seeing this, I think that some concerns that we had last week about Cassidy turning his son into a vampire, you can see like the the fine line mm-hmm. that you know Cassidy kind of walks and now he changed his he turned his son into a vampire, and he doesn't look like he can control it or knows how to control Well, yeah, it I mean, or, it seems like you're, you know, it takes a lot of self-control. Mm-hmm. And, and Cassie at one point told her, hey, you only drink this to heal. To, to heal. You don't, you don't drink blood any other time, only to heal yourself. But in this episode, like, you, you can just see in his son's face, like, he loves blood. It's like, he just... Yeah, loves it because it's like a new, it's a new toy to him, and he's all well, excited and looking at the the scenes for next week's episode. It looks like it's it, it's it's going to get worse. Some of our concerns are, are yeah, with that whole thing is going to pop up. And yeah, I'm I'm my my guess is that he's going to end up having to kill his son. Mm-hmm. And I would I would agree. I think he's going to end up having to kill his son. And that's why when he, he talked on the phone to whoever it was, you know the week before and they said you know just, just, let, just him. let him die mm-hmm. just let him die because that guy on the phone has probably been through it he's probably turned somebody into a vampire and then later had to to kill them and 
it's or come... something has happened and they found because you know they're keeping a low profile. Mm-hmm. This is going to like put a spotlight, and then um, yeah, it's going to. So it's going to be weird. <laughs> well, so then with uh, Star, he I guess he has a date. Uh huh. So, okay, I was kind of I was I was yeah, surprised when he said he was going to go on a date. I'm like, he, he a had real a date? date. Yeah, because this was like, like the other two agents came in there and said, yeah, we need to you know take care of him. Okay, yeah, sure, just go go and kill him. You can handle. It. I I got a date. Yeah, which was weird because he went on a date with the daughter of the governor of Louisiana, mm-hmm. and so he's it was, the entire restaurant was just is odd. cleared yes, out. For the whole them. restaurant's cleared out. There's a couple of his, I guess, guards that are with him standing in the background. Yeah, and he is just such an odd, odd man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and and I, and I don't understand. That's putting it nice, <laughs> and it's like, it's almost like. I got the I got the impression during this little date dinner thing that the girl's dad, who's the governor of Louisiana, knows about this group or organization. Yeah, because it's like, why and, would she be going out with him in the first place? Yeah, I mean, she was a good-looking young, and then she kind of she did whatever he said to do. Yeah, because then they're at dinner, and then he's like, "Stand up." And then she stands up, take your top off. And she just takes her top off. Like, yeah. And then, and then, hold, and then hold this butter under your chin. Right. It's like, and Where she just, and this? she just was just doing it. So it's like, almost like her dad knows about this organization and him and him and brought her up to kind of believe in this organization too. So she's yeah, probably, maybe. I guess, I mean, in awe that she's. On a date with the head of this organization? I would say, I don't know if it would be an awe or it's an obligation and you do whatever he says because he's mm-hmm. the leader. Because yeah. it didn't look like she really wanted to do this stuff, but yeah. she was like, because mm-hmm. when he was leaving, you know, and the butter just kind of drops there, she didn't look, I mean, she kind of looked like this was happy that he had to leave. Yeah. So... I don't know. It seemed kind of weird. It seemed like it was an obligation to there's, do this. There's so much weird shit with him. Like yeah, the whole I last never, episode was weird. This was, this was weird, and like this wasn't even the weirdest thing of this episode with right, him. Right, because we're just about to get to the part where the two people that have been watching Jesse mm-hmm. are in his office, and they're waiting for him. And all you see is a tarp, him <laughs> flipping out a tarp, and you're like, uh oh. Yeah, these two are are going to die. <laughs> yeah, and so the. The guy, you know, he's like, go stand on the tarp. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they failed. So I guess, you know, they didn't kill Jesse. So he's got to kill them. Mm-hmm. And this girl is, is seeming just as... She's drinking her star's Kool-Aid. Yes. She's, yes, she is. Big time. And so she's pretty much just like him. No emotion. Mm-hmm. Sociopath. And um, <laughs> this. Because, you know, the guy's like, I love you. And she's like, don't. She's like... Something like, I, don't know, I can't remember what she said. Something like, this is not the time for this or something like that. <laughs> anyway, but she ends up talking Hair Star into mm-hmm. giving them another chance. Yes. And then she comes up with the idea to bring in Brad. Right. To do it. And he's like, you don't think that, that that's overkill? And she's like, oh, no. Mm-mm. No. It'll be fine. We need, we, need, we need to bring in Brad. And so he was like, okay, I'll give you guys one, one more 
one more chance. I'm going to leave out the plastic just in case. Right. And also, by the way, I have a rape fantasy that I guess, and she, and she's like, okay, well, do you, do you need me to get all hookered up or something? Oh yeah, she's, she's like, like she's like, oh, yeah, she's all about it. She's like, he goes, oh no, I'll, you know, I'm I want a professional. I want a professional. So she's like, oh okay, so we'll have whatever the agent's name was. We'll have we'll have him do that. Mm-hmm. And like later on in the episode, she was talking to Star on the phone. She's like, you know, what? I was thinking, what if you had like multiples in your in your rape fantasy? And he's like, oh, sure. The way he the way he is, it's just kind of yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, all right, sure. <laughs> Multiple professionals. No means no means yes, and, and no means yes. But uh. yeah, and so the guy is over here, like <laughs> looking up brothels and all this stuff. And you know, meanwhile, you know, Brad is getting you know up and coming, mm-hmm. and and Jesse in the meantime has the cops all under his spell, all under Genesis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, working for him. And, you know, kind of being, like, on the lookout and all this stuff. Because he's like, they're coming back. They're coming back. And um, at the time, yeah, they were. Mm -hmm. And um, so the cleaner comes in. Now, I was thinking the cleaner was weird. I I, I was, too. I was thinking. I mean, they were really bumping up the weird factor on him. Mm -hmm. Because the way that he was looking at them and kind of, like, half-ass cleaning. Yeah. As though he really didn't know what he was doing as far as cleaning. Yeah. And, and then, so I was thinking, okay, something weird is going to happen with this guy. And, um, and then you see the cop sitting outside and then some big dude in like an Obama mask yeah. comes out. I'm like, at first I thought that was his face and I was like, Oh my God, what is that? Mm-hmm. And then I realized, Oh, it's a, it's a mask. And I was like, this is weird. I don't, this looks like, I don't know. This is either a, um, uh, what's the word? I can't think of the word, uh, dis- a distraction or a, I don't know, a distraction. We'll go with distraction. Because that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that, that the big guy outside wearing the Obama mask was a distraction for the cleaner that's in the house and that he somehow is. He's going to get rid of all the cops that way. Brad, and then he's going to, because that's the way that. That they were really pushing it in this direction. And they kind of said, and then they kind of made it sound like, you know, Bullet's not going to stop Brad. Because she gave um, Tulip her gun. Mm -hmm. You know, because Tulip thinks she's, you know, just somebody that lives there. And and they're like, well, why are you giving her your gun? She's like, well, Bullet's not going to stop Brad. So you think, okay, is Brad some sort of like a vampire, you know, or Mm -hmm. some sort of a creature or some sort of person, something that's under... You know the bra- uh, the Grail's mm-hmm. authority. Yeah, and you're like, okay, so that's weird. And so I was thinking that Brett, that cleaner, might have been something not mm-hmm. human. But because um, you know Jesse, you know that big dude's out there, and then he goes out. So you know he's heading out there, and then he hears a gunshot, and that's Tulip shooting the cleaner. <laughs> I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> what's going to happen now? And then. Um, then you find out the guy was just a cleaner. He was just a cleaner. Mm-hmm. He was just a dude that's now been shot. Mm-hmm. And that Brad is a drone. Right. It stands that's... for something. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't what remember it what it says, but it's like written on the side of the drone. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, so it's a drone carrying a missile, and it's heading that way. And now 
you know, the guy was saying, you know, to the girl, the grail people, he's like, shouldn't we leave? And she's like, no, it's a, you know, it's calculated target. I was like, yeah, but. Uh, uh, oh, no, but being, being what, three rooms down from that. On the second floor? You usually don't think that the, the building building's going to collapse? This old, rust, rickety old building? Which I thought was kind of ridiculous because they end up having to reroute it and they rerouted the the, the missile to, uh, was it Harry Connick Jr.'s house? Yeah, Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> it blows up. And so, it's like a huge explosion. It is a huge explosion. You're thinking that's going to be just that room? It would have wiped out the building. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, okay, wouldn't okay. So, so, so then that that happens, and now you kind of go back to to Star's office, and these three guys walk in. You're like, uh oh. You're like, okay, what's what's going on here? And then you quickly find out that these guys are here to rape Star. Right. So it's not exactly the rape fantasy that Star had in mind. And he said no, and they go, no, no means, means yes. yes. <laughs> Just kind of, you know. Went now, and- you know, thinking about it, it's like, was the girl kind of trying to get, I mean. But she, did she do it? Or, because I didn't think she was in charge of. I mean, I would say both of them. I mean, it's kind of like, did they do this on purpose? Because, I mean, is that the first thing you would go to? If somebody says, I want a rape fantasy, that I want three dudes to rape me? I, mean, I, 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 I think I think Star should leave out the plastic. <laughs> yeah. Although this uh, is yeah. what gave him clarity. Yes, because he, he as he was <laughs> being taking it up the tailpipe. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yes. He he finally had the time to look at this folder that was on his desk. <laughs> It <laughs> said Jesse Custard. So he just kind of looks at it and opens it up. And, oh, okay, all right. And, well, he he just sees the name and he see and he says that's the puzzle piece. Mm-hmm. So then, after those guys leave, he kind of gets more into it, and that's when he calls up his two agents, have them call off Brad, and they're like, "Well, we've already kind of launched the missiles, so and they had to redirect it yeah, and blew up Harry's house." And so then we. Got to see Star meet Jesse. Yeah, and now I think, and at the moment when Star was doing like his research and kind of watching the video and kind of overheard, I think Jesse saying, "I'm I'm looking for God. We need to find God. Without God, chaos will ensue, and all there's no there's no there's no order. There's no order." And I think that that kind of intrigued Star because he seems to be a thinking of himself kind of guy all the time. And I think he wants to find out kind of what Jesse knows. And if this power thing that he has is something that he can use, use, take advantage of, uh huh. For manipulate. Yes, definitely. Cause I don't, you know, when he, you know, in the episode where they're saying, you know, are you a Christian? He's like, Oh, do I be a Christian for this? He's like, oh yeah, I believe in God. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. No. So he's just doing this for power. Mm-hmm. So it seems like if Jesse's looking for God, seems like her star would use him to find God and then perhaps destroy God. So then now he can be the Almighty. Yes. Leader of all that is 
mm-hmm. everything. <laughs> yes. So yeah. So next week you have him and Jesse. You know, meeting each other, and mm-hmm. Jesse has to know that he's up high because he's got the suit on. So he's got to know that he's one of them first off, and then they kind of. You know, next week we'll find out what's going to be happening with this. Yeah. So I think yeah, next week you're going to see. Star and Jesse together, and they're kind of going through all that thing. Because from the previews, it looks like they might even show Jesse, the boy. Yeah. Who's I guess, what they think a, is a, the a, lineage a, of Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. Well, and then um, I was, you know, my um, I was watching it with my friend Mandy, and she was like, "Well, Jesse Custer, JC, mm-hmm. is there any kind of linkage to him with Jesus Christ too? Mm-hmm. And maybe you know that has something to do with." It. And I'm like. Mm. I didn't even think about that, maybe. So it seems like we'll find out a little bit more about them. And I, I, I'm, I'm really interested in seeing what where they're going to go with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think this was... And Tulip, man. I'm really feeling bad for Tulip. Like, she needs a she needs a therapist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then... <laughs> and a cowboy's just sitting there in a swamp someplace. Yeah, he'll show back up eventually. And then Cassidy and his son, I guess he gets his son hookers and all that. And looks like they go to the strip club and looks like things get out of... We'll go get out of hand. Out of control. Yeah. So, because this was, this was what, episode nine? I can't was remember. It episode nine? So, we might have four episodes left. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's going to have to start wrapping some stuff up. Mm-hmm. So. so. Yeah, it's a good episode. Yeah. And now it's time for Game of Thrones. <laughs> so, this was the second from the last. So, there's two more episodes after this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, episode five. Yeah, so this is the aftermath of the battle with the Lannisters and the dragon. Mm-hmm. Which I thought, for information purposes, this was one of the best episodes Yeah, like giving, so you, far. giving you little tidbits and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it starts out with, you know, Daenerys and the dragon sitting up on that rock. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the guys who have survived this fight... And her saying, you need to bend the knee or die. Yeah, and she's given him a choice. Right, and in her mind, that's being fair. Yes. In Tyrion's mind, he's like, you know, putting him in a cell. And she's like, that's just mm -hmm. a waste of time. And and if she does that, they will all choose that option. And I I, I feel like this episode, you're kind of starting to see... Tyrion is not 100% right. on board with with her anymore. Mm-hmm. Because he even said later on in the episode, you know, she's not listening. She's not listening to me. Yeah. Well, she was listening to him. And then she has said, I've been listening to you long enough and we're doing it my way. Mm-hmm. And so that's like, you know, between this episode and the last episode where she went against what he said. And she took the dragon out and destroyed a, you know, a whole army. Right there, right outside, you know, King's Landing. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I don't know. I can I can see it both ways. I mean, she didn't go to the town. She's not blowing up innocence. She's mm-hmm. blowing, you know, it's battle. It's war. People are going to die. This is what she has. Why have the dragons if we're not going to use mm-hmm. them? I'm not going to destroy villages. I'm destroying, you know, their army. Yeah. Which they're trying to kill me. So, I mean, I can see that. Now, you know, when the Tarlet, you know, the Tarleys, or the whatever, you know, the mm-hmm. dad says, yeah. you know, he's not going to bend the knee. 
And she's like, okay, well, then you're choosing death. And then a son kind of does the same thing. And she... Uh, Dickon? Dickon. Okay. I just want to make sure. We get that in one last time? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, because he didn't stay around very long. No. Because there was, like, rumors on the internet saying, is this guy going to switch sides and be on Daenerys and all this other... Yeah, no. Uh, no, not not one one bit. No. So he is with his dad, and I mean, I can see Tyrion's way, but it's like, you know, Daenerys is kind of like, you know, this is the parent who gave their kids an ultimatum, and if she backs down, the kids know that they can get away with stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can completely agree. I think what she did and how she did it, I... I mean, I can see where she still feels like she's being fair. Yes, I still see that too. And then it's not like she went and, you know, burned down the castle and, and doing all that stuff. She did go and she did take out the army. And, and she said and, that she's not, you know, she's, you know, she's going to, she's not going to just kill you. Mm-hmm. She's going to give you a choice. Yeah. So but I just, I just. But it's hard. It's tough. It, it is tough. It's and then I think that there's place. just some feathers being ruffled between her and Tyrion and what's his name? Um. Very, um, uh, yeah, the unit guy. Yeah, Varius, Varius, something like that. V a r y, something like that. Varius, I don't know. I never can remember because it's like later because those two are having a conversation. Well, plus Tyrion, this is you know beforehand it was just a bunch of. People he didn't know. I mean, it was all foreigner, you know, all happening over there. Now it's happening to his family. And I can see that being harder to take. Mm -hmm. You've now taken the side against your family. Yeah, you hated your dad. You hated your sister. But Mm -hmm. Jamie, you didn't hate him. You didn't hate, you know, being a Lannister. You hated how they treated you. Yeah. And... I mean, it's it's going to be tough because now you're, I mean, you're against your family and you're against Jamie. And as much as you want to try to think that you're on the same side, you're not. Mm-hmm. And um, so he's still trying to be kind of doing the diplomatic kind of thing. Yeah. And then you can see later on in this episode where they somehow got a meeting. And kind of trick Jamie into meeting with him. Yeah, basically he uses Braun because you know Braun is you know Tyrion's was him. You know they mm-hmm. were together first. Yeah, whoever whoever pays Braun, he'll he'll do yeah, whatever. He, yeah. He's already made that aware. He'll do whatever as long as it's not fighting dragons because that's where he draws the line. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but but even in that conversation, you know, you can see where you know Tyrion he 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 really loves Jamie. Like yeah, he, I mean, I mean, he he respects Jamie. You know, they have a different bond than mm-hmm. anybody else that he has with his family. And to go there and to tell Jamie that you know that about this, I I, I think that this is a fucking ridiculous plan. Oh, uh, I agree that that they have. So Tyrion goes there, sets up, has this meeting with Jamie down in the, I guess the basement of the castle yeah. where all the big, huge, giant. Dragon skulls and mm-hmm. all that stuff are at, and pretty much tells Jamie, "Hey, can you tell Cersei we 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 kind of need to have like a timeout in this war, kind of have a little mini truce?" And Jamie's like, "You just destroyed, you know, a large portion of our army, and you want you want a truce?" And so it's like, 
it's like they're 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 trying to turn it to the White Walkers is what and I think that kind of kind of comes from Daenerys and John. Yeah, and it's John. And I think that she's like, okay, I'm fine if you want to do that, but I'm not going to go up there and fight the White Walkers and send my armies up there if we don't have a truce with Cersei. Right. Because if she's not on board, I'm not on board because I'm not leaving. Well, plus, I mean, you can see that. It's like, I'm. she can see herself as winning. She's mm-hmm. ahead this right this this turn. Yeah, she she's she's and, one that struck last. Yeah, exactly. Is the way it is. And and it's kind of like you know, John still doesn't care about any of this. He's worried about mm-hmm. the White Walkers because it's like none of this is going to matter. Mm-hmm. But it's still happening. You can't ignore yeah. that it's happening. Mm-hmm. And and Daenerys can't ignore that Cersei is there mm-hmm. and fighting her. Yeah. If she takes all of her men there, it's like, yeah, I might win that, but if we, you know, then it's, I'm, then I'm going to have to start over and I still don't a hundred percent believe you. Yeah. And I, I even think even if this plan is successful, the, I can't see how you can trust Cersei. So, so the, you can't. So the ridiculous plan is to go north of the wall and capture a white walker and bring him all the way back to King's Landing to show Cersei. Mm-hmm. That this is the threat north of the wall that is coming. Well, they've tried before. They had a mm-hmm. hand. Yeah. That they tried to bring. And by the time they got it down there, it was already... It rotted away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, this isn't the first time you've tried doing this and it did not work. And plus, even if you bring a White Walker to Cersei, is she going to care? She no, doesn't care. Because the way I, I see her as... She's evil. just going to use this. Pure evil. She, I think that if you bring her a White Walker in a cage, she's going to take that opportunity to kill everybody that is there. Yeah. Like, I assume Daenerys would be there, Jon Snow. Would, like, they would all be there, and she would kill everybody. Uh-huh. Because she said it in this episode. It. Of course I'll do this. I, I will, you know, we will, you know... Take on every challenge. You know, if it's Daenerys, we'll fight her. The, the army of the undead, we'll fight them too. It doesn't matter because she's she'll fight them all, and she doesn't care you know, which one's first. Exactly. And so she's and, just trying and, to get away to where if Daenerys and John or whoever else show up with a White Walker, well then great because she's just going to kill those. Exactly. And then those armies and all those people have no one to to follow. Well, and plus it's like the, you know, she said, you got, I'm going to have to win this by being clever. Mm-hmm. She's not going to be able to win by force. She doesn't have dragons. So this is going to be her way of wiggling in some sort of horrible, mm-hmm. evil plan that's going to catch everybody off guard because she fights dirty. Yeah, she does. And I think where, you know, where, where John and, and Daenerys are, are having are going to have a problem with Cersei is because she is evil and doesn't give a shit about and you can't all the other her. stuff that's going on. It's like, she doesn't have the stuff that you hate not, about the mad King when he told people to come and then he burned them all. Mm-hmm. That's what Cersei's going to do. I mean, that's what she's going to do. She's going to trick people mm-hmm. and then kill them all. Yeah. And she doesn't have like, you know, morals or anything like that. To where you can trust her to, you know, to 
Her word to, means to keep nothing. to keep her word. So yes, okay, we will have we'll have a truce. We will go and fight the army of the undead and the White Walkers and all that. And then once that's taken care of, we will re-engage this thing after a period of time. Game on. You know, kind of like <laughs> okay, we'll we'll do this after it's over. We will have you know a week to mourn the dead that we lost. Yeah, and then we'll commence but she <laughs> yeah. just she just sees this as a way to kill a small group of very powerful people that are dumb enough uh-huh. to bring it to king's landing right i i i i just don't understand how they think how they're gonna get one white walker and i don't understand that either now i i do like i do like the crew that's the suicide squad Yes, that's that's good. Yes, the Suicide Squad, um, that's going up there to do this. It, it, it is. It, me, is a, it just makes me afraid of who's not coming back. I mean, it's it's a hodgepodge of a whole bunch of characters that you know, some you like, some you like better than others, some that you know, okay, I'm not quite sure, but it's it's really a odd kind of group, right? And. And it's kind of like they all ended up being at the same place at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they're on the same side because they're breathing. Right. Which was pointed out by, by John. Mm-hmm. So, and, so, obviously, John, I, I, before we get to that whole thing up there at the... Yeah, you're missing out the whole part while, what Davos was doing while Tyrion... Yeah, before we get to what, Eastwatch... We need to do little little John stuff and Davos. We'll start with Davos, mm-hmm. where he, since he's a smuggler, they needed a plan to get Tyrion to King's to Landing, King's Landing to, ha- to have this meeting. So they all kind of look at him, and he's like, "Yeah, okay, I can get you in, but if the if the gold coat see you, I'm I'm telling you now, I'm useless. I'm not a fighter. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a fighter. I'm useless." So they're like, okay. So so just those two go. Mm-hmm. And they kind of, when they get to the beach, they kind of separate, go their own ways. And Yeah, Tyrion's like, you're not staying by the boat? He's like, no, I got stuff to do. Uh-huh. So, you know, you must hurry up. Mm-hmm. So what he was doing was he was out like, looking for someone. Right. Which I was kind of wondering when I was watching it, like... Mm-hmm. Oh, look at him in the blacksmith area. Uh huh. And once you kind of realize he was in the blacksmith area, I'm like, okay, I, I know, I, I know he's, I know who he's looking for. Fingers crossed, I know who he's looking for. Please just let it, let it be him. Yeah. And then, like when they, when they, when when he turned around, and they, and you saw who it was, it's like, yes, awesome. This is awesome. And then Davos said, "Yeah, I, I thought you'd still be rowing," which kind of goes back to a tweet that that. Well, it's a meme. It's been a meme. Yeah, which <laughs> I thought was, a meme which I thought was hilarious that they did. <laughs> well, Davos is the perfect person to mm-hmm. to do it because I'm going to say this right now. He's on the fast track to being my favorite character of this season. I mean, that, especially especially this this episode. This episode alone was great, and then you throw in some of the other stuff you had the previous episode, right? Uh, you know, about switching sides and uh-huh. <laughs> stuff like that was yeah. was great. Yeah, and kind of being the common sense. Mm-hmm. So now, so now we see what Gentry, Gentry, and the the bastard son of Robert, right? Which so now he's back on there, which is 
awesome, and he 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 can't leave there fast enough. Yeah, he was like he's so fed up. Yeah, with Davos is kind of like swords. you know I'm gonna I'm gonna you know you know come back, and he's like hey, let's go. Yeah, I mean he's already go. packed a bag and is ready. Yeah, he's got a bag right there. He's he's had enough of making swords for the Lannisters and being in King's Landing right underneath their nose. Yeah, and nobody ever fight. noticing the, the whole time. Yeah. So, but he has a big, huge hammer. Oh yeah. Well, instead that's, of well, a that's sword. like his dad. So that's what he his dad. So he made himself a Baratheon hammer, mm-hmm. and uh, and he knows how to use it. Yeah, because it, it did not take long for us to see him use that. Because when they made it back to the boat, you see some gold coats show back up down there, and Davos tries to you know smooth, yeah, smooth talk him. Was it fermented crab? Fermented crab. They're smuggling out fermented crab because it's like the Viagra back then. Right. And, and so obviously it it goes well. He has to pay them off. But he, I mean, that's, what you, what you, gonna, you knew, you figured he was going to do that. Yeah. Gonna... And then, so, so everything was going well. And then you see in the background, Tyrion turn, turn the corner and you're like, oh no. This is like, yeah. <laughs> Can you find somebody else who's more recognizable? Yes. An imp that has a giant scar. Mm-hmm. So they see him. He kind of walks right past him, kind of has this kind of like a, a look away wave kind of thing and gets there. And as he's, he's walking to the boat, he kind of looks up at, at Davos because by this time they it's turn like, around and they're it's talking. Like the holy shit. And he's like, mm, I don't know how we're going to get out of this. And so Davos tries to, you know, talk to him a little bit. And that's when uh, Gentry grabs his hammer and, hammer just, and just, goes to town. and Just nailed him. <laughs> I love I love Tyrion's line of, uh, he'll do. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know who this guy is. I'll take him. <laughs> it was, and yeah, and, and Davos was, was telling him he needs, you know, go by the name Clovis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because things are complicated right now and... Knowing who your dad is and where we are going now and all this stuff, it it's already complicated, but people don't really need to know who you are at this moment because it could also complicate things a little right. bit. So, but obviously, Gentry didn't care at all. No. Because they, they make it back to Dragonstone and... They and Davos is and like, Gen- let me let me do the talking. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like, remember you're, you're Clovis, and they pretty much walk right up to John as he's in the cave with the the dragon glass, and and he just goes, I, I'm Gentry, and yeah, the I'm, son of Robert Barat or the bastard, the bastard son, son of, of yeah. Robert Baratheon, da, 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 and, <laughs> and John's like, okay, mm-hmm. so but I like seeing those two together and. Like you said earlier, knowing that he's now part of the the seven guys that we know, plus a couple of the other wildlings that we, you know, there's kind of extras, but the seven that we do know that are going north of the wall, it's like, man, you know, with this show that there is no possible way that all seven of these guys are going to make it out of there alive. I'm, it's, my, it's, my biggest fear is torment. The redheaded wildling. Oh, mm-hmm. that's my fear. It's going to be him, because I'm still waiting for him and uh, Brienne of Tarth to hook up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's hot for her. 
Because I, I liked his thing. He's like, you know, John's like, I brought somebody or I brought some people. He's like, the big woman? <laughs> huh? Huh? No. The big woman. Uh, no, 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 not, not her. Not her. Um, but I guess one thing before we get to East Watch and John at Dragonstone, as he is standing there on the cliff, the... Drogon. 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 I don't know. Flies over with um, Daenerys. Yeah. On on top, and she lands, and the dragon and John kind of have a moment, and John like pets him. Right. Which Daenerys was. She, she was. The look on her face was like. <gasps> Mm. So like it, it like really like perked her interest in John even more because he's 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 touching my dragon, my dragon. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. So it's a little forward. <laughs> <laughs> it was there. <laughs> so now this kind of gets into this whole thing of the dragon riders. We now have seen. Three people touch the dragons. <laughs> and so will these three all ride dragons together and burn the White Walkers? I don't know. I mean, that would be sweet. And just in case you don't know, the other one is Tyrion, who mm-hmm. set the other two dragons free and petted them both before unlocking their chains. And I guess in case you've been under a rock, we both think that Tyrion is... The bastard son of the Mad King. Yes. Who, which would make him the half-brother of Daenerys mm-hmm. and the uncle of John. Right. So, that's kind of where we're at. So yeah, I, that's what I, we're thinking. I mean, I would, I, mean lo- I would love to see, I would love to see those three ride the dragons and torch some White Walkers. Torque them? Torch, not not torque them. Or what about twerk them? <laughs> that that neither. But it's like I'd love to see that. But there's also some other stuff I'd love to see, and I can't see how both of these things could all ha- happen. Right? Maybe. But yeah, because you know the whole scene with the dragon kind of you know kind of solidifies. You know, it's like not only that he might have some of the Targaryen blood. Like, that's what the dragon sense, mm-hmm. but also that Khaleesi or um, Daenerys, you know, sees that Either he one. approves. I will have, have accepted Khaleesi, Daenerys, or Danny. <laughs> I, you know, that, you know, the dragon is kind of like given his approval of Jon Snow. Yes. And so. Yeah, because I don't think that she knows that. No, but uh, yeah. No, nobody, nobody, nobody knows. Well, I say Nobody. We're going to get to this later on in the thing. I have some other things. Uh-huh. But I think, like you said, I think that she thinks her dragon kind of gave approval of John. Like, he's he's a good guy. Yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. kind of thing. That's why I, I sniffed him out. Everything. You know, good. He's good. Passes. I let, him, I let him pet me. And so he's good. So I think that that's kind of what she's thinking. She's mm-hmm. not thinking that he is... No, because she's the last. In yes. her mind, she is the last. Mm-hmm. I think that she's going to eventually have a rude awakening. I would not a rude awakening, but I'd like to see 
her find out that she is not the only one and that John and yeah. Tyrion, well, I think would be great, will... Will that not she, start a battle between them? Yeah. I mean, if now she's not the rightful... Because I, I would think John is the rightful because he yes. is the eldest son. And he's not a bastard because we we found this out with Gilly, who was rudely interrupted by Sam. And not only that, but he immediately then leaves. Like, they're yes. now gone. And he, and he grabs some books in, like, the, like the off-limits section. Okay. So he's back there grabbing books in the dark. One of the things that I thought was hilarious, I've watched the episode twice, was when he's grabbing books, he also grabs some some rolls mm-hmm. of paper. How the fuck do you know what's in those rolls? Because you took like the top two rolls or a roll off of the top of what looked to be like hundreds of rolls. <laughs> you just take it a shot in the dark that this is going to have some good information yeah. in it. He's, you know, he's letting fate decide. <laughs> he's, letting... he's using the force. <laughs> well, no, but so Gilly, you know, she's learning to read. And mm-hmm. so she's reading this book that, you know, Sam has been, you know, he's, you know, rewriting mm-hmm. or dictating into a book, like scrolls into a book or something. Yeah. And, and I, she I... reads that Rygar annulled his marriage to the girl from Dorne. Uh-huh. And that this guy, because it's this guy who did the ceremony. Maester. The mate, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he then. Yeah, he had known he had known that wedding, and then and then did they the performed wed- another wedding. Uh-huh. And then Sam cuts her off, and you're like, whoa, 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 rewind that. Yeah, that's like that right there. Like she's she's read it. I sure hope that they kept that. Yeah, because it was right in between how many times he shit. And how many times he... How many steps. How many steps how many are steps, on the... And then how many windows are in the thing. Yeah. So I, I, I can see, being a dude, I can see where now Sam... Has turned off his ha- brain. Has turned off his brain listening to what she's saying because she starts the conversation with talking about how many steps do you, do you are, are in this thing. How many windows are in this thing. And oh, he also wrote down how many shits. So by that time... <laughs> He's Sam, gone. Sam, Sam is done. He's now super stewing. With what happened with what, with what happened to him, and he's pissed off and can't take it anymore. And then she starts up again with actual good information. She sandwiched it in. She sandwiched in the good stuff. It's like the cream inside of an oil. Yes. And and he was so like seeing red at the moment. He couldn't hear a thing and just went off. And then that's when they packed up everything. He stole some books and they they got they left. I, I sure. I mean, it's like. It's like there, there's all this information out there that like the fans watching it mm-hmm. have found out, but it's like, come on, you want you want them, you want them to know. Yeah, I want, yeah. you want somebody else to yeah, know. Yeah, it's and, and similar to Brand. Tell somebody, goddamn it. It's like yeah, Brand needs to tell somebody. Sam needs should have listened to Gilly because then that would have been a light bulb moment. Well, yeah, but does he? How much does he know of John Stark's past or John Snow's past? I mean. Enough that I mean, yeah. All he knows, right. I, I mean, mean, he doesn't know any of that kind of stuff. I mean, he just knows he's a bastard son of uh, Ned. of Ned. Yeah, he that's right. He doesn't. He know doesn't know anything that's... else. He doesn't know anything about Ned's sister, mm-hmm. Liliana. She, he knows that. She so had how one. is all this going? Eventually, somebody's got to find out, right? Doesn't John eventually have people to find know? Out? People, I'm sure there's got to be people that because I know I I like to believe or tend to believe that there are people out there that know 
about this. And one of those is, I believe, is John's uncle, who's north of the wall still. Uh-huh. Brendan? Brendan. Brendan, yeah, yeah. That I like to think that he knows just because of what he told John way back when John told him he wanted to be a knight at the, the wall. And he told him, you don't know what you'd be giving up. Now... It could have been just a It woman. could have just been, yeah, it could have just been, well, I mean, you do this, you're never going to be able to have have kids or get married and any of that, that stuff. Or maybe Ned trusted his brother. Well, Ned even said, and, one day I'm going to tell you what happened. Like, you know, when they split mm-hmm. on the first, you know, the first episode or second episode, mm-hmm. he said, one day I will tell you the mm-hmm. story about your mom. And so it wouldn't surprise me. If he's already that, that Ned told told his brother, who is part of the Night's Watch, who's all the way up there guarding the wall, who now you're sending can't, him, who can't really say anything to anybody, anyways. Mm-hmm. And then if he does, it's I can't see him, you know, betraying Ned's trust. Yeah, but I can see where Ned would want to. You if know, something ever happened to Ned. Let, then he would know. Yeah, that he somebody has, would have to know. Yeah, and then also somebody would have to know that there's still another person out there that was with Ned when all that happened, mm-hmm. and that was Holland Reed. Mm-hmm. So they've been really quiet, other than him having his two kids help Brand north of the wall, and then the daughter helping him get back. Yeah. So they eventually have to show back up at some point, don't they? And that's a whole group that I don't think John knows is loyal to the Starks and to them and knowing that Holland Reed was there and knows who John really is I don't know so it's a lot of stuff it's a lot of stuff and then you I didn't even get into like the the ice dragon Right. Well, that, we haven't even talked about Cersei's bomb that she told Jamie. Oh. Yes. Okay. Get into this. So Jamie, after he meets with Tyrion, he's talking to Cersei, and Cersei's like, "I already know. What are you going to do to Bronn for doing that to you? He, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you're going to kill him, kind of thing." And Jamie's like, "What?" And he's, she sees. I mean, I can see where. I mean, Jamie has been wishy-washy about what he thinks about Cersei. Yes. But he's a dude, so he's led by his second brain. And, (laughs) (laughs) and, you know, his quote-unquote love for Cersei. And, I, you know, he's been kind of going back and forth with her and disagreeing with stuff, you know, and trying, you know, when they're talking about, you know, their son killing him. And she said, and he told her that, what Oliana or Olana mm-hmm. told him that she was the one who killed, um, what's his name? Yeah. And Joffrey. Yeah. And so Cersei, you know, doesn't really believe. And then she kind of, I think she believes, but then she drops the bomb about being pregnant. Mm-hmm. Now, do you remember one of the seasons where, she had like they had like the flashback scene or maybe not the flashback scene but it showed 
Cersei as a little little yeah, girl the in the woods. Yeah, where the witch or something talks the, to her. Yeah, and said that you would all, that you would have three kids. Mm-hmm. So she's already had her three kids. So obviously, th- this if it's true, I but I I don't. Well, number one, may, maybe maybe she maybe I she, think is, she pregnant is pregnant because of what the that the the hand of the queen dude said. You know, could he could he can I get you something? No, I'm fine. Before Jamie walked in. Yes, I think she. I mean, I think she is pregnant. I don't think that the baby will ever be born. No, I don't think so either because that witch also had the prophecy that... And I think that she's chose this moment to tell Jamie to manipulate him. Yes. I think that she is going to use this pregnancy to manipulate Jamie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I completely agree. And I think that, you know, she saw him kind of wishy-washy, kind of, you know, talking to Tyrion, mm-hmm. finding out about Joffrey... And kind of second guessing what she's doing because she, he can see her becoming the mad king or, you know, mad queen. She's doing a lot of the same things that he was. She doesn't care about anything except Mm -hmm. ruling and that's it. She doesn't care if she would burn that whole castle down and everybody in it if she can't rule. Right. She'd rather have everyone dead Mm -hmm. than have somebody rule over her. So I definitely feel like she, you know, chose this time specifically to get mm-hmm. Jamie because you can see his face after I mean I don't know it's just total manipulation which I mean that's what she does I mean mm-hmm. that's her power is manipulation and making people believe one thing and then having something totally something else in her you know using them mm-hmm. so yeah I I, I, can, I can see her being pregnant I don't see her making up being pregnant yeah I don't I don't now, I wouldn't put it past her to do it, but yeah, I think like you that she probably is pregnant just because of what kind of happened before. Now Jamie would she maybe lose it room? and then not tell Jamie? Yes. yes. I mean, I could see that happening too. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's total. I don't think it'll ever actually be born. No. Well, if you go back to the prophecy, it it won't be born because mm-hmm. she's was only going to have three. Even though the king that she's married to was going to have 20. Yeah. 20, 20 kids, but she was going to have three of them. Mm-hmm. And then also in that prophecy, there was a another word that was translated into she would die by uh, her little brother. Now, little as in size, maybe. that That's mm-hmm. Tyrion. Or Jamie's also younger, even though they're twins. He came out second. Right. But I would tend to think it's going to be Tyrion who's would kill her. I don't know. I mean, I, I can see Jamie doing it. And I can, yeah, yeah, I can see Jamie. Because this is too. what we had talked about. I was like, who are our top five people we want dead? Did we air this? No. Okay. Cause... We talked about this one after I watched the episode. Oh, okay. Because top mm-hmm. five, Cersei, number one. Yes. Number two, Littlefinger. Number mm-hmm. three. We haven't even talked about Littlefinger yet. Oh, yeah, and all of his stuff. Number three, Euron. Mm-hmm. Number four, the mountain. Number mm-hmm. five, well, I would say number three would be Night King if we're putting him in I, 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 I was going to say this huge army north of the walls coming, and, and he's, he's yeah, not... He's not <laughs> you want to kill Cersei. Well, you're, like, you're like Daenerys. Yeah. Well, I'll worry about that shit later. I want to take care of I her I still want first. Cersei dead before... I want to see her die. Yes. 
more than I would... I mean, yes, I want to see the Night King die, but it would be a lot more... We have more invested in, in seeing Cersei get it than we do... And Littlefinger. Yes. Number three, I would say, is Night King. Then Euron. And then number five, it's kind of... I mean, the mountain I want to see die, but I don't really care about the mountain. Yeah, you just like... I think you want to see him get killed by the Hound. Oh, yeah. Which, he's now north of the Wall, too, and I worry about that, but if he makes it out of there... Although, he can become... Zombie Hound, and then Zombie Hound can fight Zombie Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if the Night King ever gets close enough to the mountain, what's going to happen? Right. And is I he still considered the dead. I mean, would he be considered the the dead? Yeah, I, I have no idea. But I also I also like to think that the the Night King also has a dire wolf mm-hmm. at, at least one yeah because he killed brands mm-hmm. so and hodor but, what if there was a a hodor oh mm-hmm. it's gonna be a zombie hodor oh that makes me sad it's like all those people that died north of the wall they could all come back oh yeah and, and show back and they did and all of them at that village did mm-hmm which was an amazing scene. Ugh, and, and creepy. Very creepy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. okay, so now we can... Oh, go ahead. You want Littlefinger it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would have put it that way. <laughs> so, Littlefinger. I, I do strongly believe that he has some kind of training at the... House of Black and White and in Bravos and is playing. I think it's more of yeah the manipulation and is, is playing is playing this game because he played Arya like a fiddle. He he took her exactly where he wanted her to go and find exactly what he wanted her to find to drive a wedge between Arya and Sansa because as long as they're not getting along, they're not ganging up on him. Right, and Sansa doesn't want. He doesn't want her to have Arya, or yeah, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. have her as a confidant because he wants to be Sansa, even though Sansa doesn't trust him. Mm-hmm. But still, he he still got that in wedge in there, and plus, it's kind of like Arya. Yeah, you know, you think you know what you're doing, and yeah, you're a badass, and you're good at what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But Littlefinger has been doing this. For years. Yes, years upon years. And I mean, he's got decades on you of doing this. Right. And already plans in the work. People, I mean, it's like, all right, you're just one person. He's got a whole system. Mm-hmm. He's got a whole thing. It's kind of like his whispers and all this stuff and knows. I mean, it's kind of like, this is the big leagues and you got to watch out. And right now you're playing right into his plan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it had. Her part in this episode, I, I made me worry for her, but I guess I still have this feeling that I feel like no she's matter gonna what's going to happen, she's going to she's going to end up on top of whatever happens. There's there's bigger plans in the works for yeah. her, and I don't think she's going to you know stumble here. Yeah, he might win some battles, but eventually she's going to win the war because she 
I feel like is just as smart and clever as Littlefinger. Mm-hmm. It's just she's got to learn more about Littlefinger. I just don't think she knows him well enough to know how. And I think that if she knew Littlefinger, I would probably say he would be at the top of her kill list. Right. Because he's the since, one who's since he's, Yeah, since he's the one who started the whole thing. And I would say he is responsible for Ned being killed. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, he is literally the one who did it. Mm-hmm. So not you know hand to axe, but sidebar question: Do you think Ned's really dead? Yes. Okay. I'm just throwing I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there because we've seen people come back from the dead. Have you seen a person come back with no head that I, had been staked up? I'm just putting it out there. Why is there some theories out there about him not being dead? Maybe because so you're they, thinking he's like because, a mountain because they 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 did get the bones back of Ned and she said, "Huh, this looks like somebody shorter than Ned." These bones, so she kind of makes note of it. I, I'm not saying it's it's. I mean, he was beheaded and then they staked his head up. So maybe and, they and don't Sansa, have his head. And Sansa says that doesn't look like Dad, right? And also, you saw the beheading from Arya's point of view. Which wasn't really good. Yeah, but you saw his head. Yeah, but could it have been somebody else? Mm. Mm. I think he's dead. I think you need to read this one theory that I saw online. <laughs> they, they make it really convincing. <laughs> and it's a really good theory. I mean, I'll read it. but I'll have to find it. I, uh, it was, I don't know. I, right now, I feel like he's dead. Yes, I, I mean, I think that for this show, I think that he's dead. It would, I mean, for him to come back, I mean, there's also in this like, theory, also in this theory, they said where he could possibly be is with um, Holland Reed. Oh. Huh. And that's, and that's why we haven't seen them? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And some people I, pointed out yeah. that... Who was somebody? Uh, uh, I mean, that could definitely whatever. be a. I mean, so the next. Episode, I found I found it as an interesting read. It's uh, I, I. Hey, I, I don't know how much stock I put into it. Past it. But I did find it to be interesting, and I enjoyed reading it. If it comes true, hey, that's awesome. If not, I'm sure that however the story goes, <laughs> I'll be just as happy. Right. Well, we know that the next episode coming up is the second to last one of the season. And you know it's mm-hmm. going to be big with the White Walkers. Mm-hmm. And they're north of the Wall. And so are are we going to see Benjen again? Is he going to show up? Because they're north of the Wall now. I don't know. Yeah, are you going to see anything with the Wall? Hap- like, you know, more stuff with the Night King or the battle? I mean, it's not going to be good. And do you know, like, the previews that, that we saw for next week's episode, and it, and it has the Seven kind of standing there looking out at... The, all the snow in the mountains that did you notice that that shot was the same kind of shot that we saw last year when the wild people, the forest people or whatever children of the forest. Yeah. Children of the forest turned the human into the night King. That was the same angle looking at the same mountain in the background and everything. There was the big, huge tree that they had him, uh-huh. Strapped to 
happened right there. But in this, it's all covered in snow. There's no tree anymore, and it's the same mountain in the huh, background. Uh-uh. I, I mean, no, I did not. So, is that where they're going to try to take a White Walker from? Somewhere around there? I don't know. It's going to be an interesting episode, to say the least. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll get my popcorn. Yep. And then, I'm still waiting on an ice dragon. I'm, I would love to see an ice dragon come out of the wall somehow, some way. I don't know. But I don't know who's going to ride the ice dragon. I think that might be next season. Yeah, I I mean, knowing that there's only two episodes left in this, and the second to last episode that they've had for all these seasons has always been a really good one. Mm -hmm. And this one looks like it's going to be a really good one, too, because it's they're north of the wall trying to catch a White Walker. Yeah. Whew. I don't know. I just know that now I'm almost scared to watch every episode of Game of Thrones from now till the end of it of its being because of what could who might die, what could happen, mm-hmm. who might turn on who. Yeah, I it's like every every episode I'm like ah! And that's and I'm glad that we made it through another episode and Dragon 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 I don't know. Made it through that episode. He's he didn't I still feel he, like he didn't die. Hey, I I'll take my small victories where I can get them, and I'm going to take this one that he made it through one more episode. I feel like he's going to die which in was, the last episode. Which was really cool. I think he's going to die at the end of the... Not this episode, but the next episode. I think he's going to start feeling bad this next episode, and then he's going to die in the next one. And I... And I, I just... I just I wonder, because there was some pics of Daenerys wearing what looked like warmer clothes as though people were trying to say she might be flying north for the winter Uh, (laughs) yeah for the winter I don't know okay what sucks is there's only two more episodes left of this year and then we have to wait a whole fucking year to get the final six and each one of those is going to be sad because that is going to be it. The last it. Yeah, the last one. Like I'm This is going to be the last. I, I feel so invested. We, we, need stop, we need to stop doing that. Let's let's wait. Let's enjoy these two and then we can start worrying about that. All right. Well, cool. I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> talk anymore about all the stuff I've read. I've read so much stuff this week. My <laughs> head's going to explode with all the theories. Save it for Twitter. I've I've loved it. I've loved all the stuff. <laughs> I love all the stuff. And that's going to wrap it up for us. <laughs> <laughs> you can always find us online at ScreenBeansPodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at ScreenBeansPod. You can also find us on Facebook. Share us, like us, friend us, you know, whatever makes you happy. And you can also find all of our podcasts online on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, or, you know, wherever you find us. I think that's going to wrap it up for us, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye.